0: block Talk Radio.
1: Welcome to Grand Hour Blitz, three sixty two, Oscar Lopez in the house. We'll be having The salty one, Mackenzie Brooks here in about an hour. And we're going to dive into everything NFL trade rumors, the draft uh, order between 5 and 10, uh, everything, all the news at the hub, plus Texas Valley sports results. But, uh, you know, welcome to the Blitz powered by monkeyknifefight.com. Check it out. If you haven't gone to the Monkey Knife Fight site, uh, check it out, monkeyknifefight.com. Fast and simple prop games, shark-free fantasy More or less fantasy challenge, star players only, so if you're playing NBA, it's a great time to be there. A $2 minimum buy-in, get an instant deposit match up to $50 on sign-up when you use our code NJF. So thanks to everybody that's uh, messaged us, that has supported us, and has gone to monkeyknife5.com. If you don't have Monkey Knife 5 in your state, not a big deal. Just share it. Have somebody else in whatever state that they have. It's a great opportunity to make some, a small amount of money. If you put in, you know, five dollars, you can make up to fifteen dollars. The more you put in, up to twenty, you can make sixty dollars. It's a really simple platform, and you're able to do fast and simple prop games that you can enjoy and make a little bit of money as well. Supports the podcast. It's our one of our major sponsors as well. If you want to go, go ahead and sign up. monkey 5.com Get the link right there on our podcast links as well and on our website. Also, on our, our social media pages, uh, no joke football NJF. So, Women's uh, History Month kicks off today, and uh, it was just a you know awesome weekend of women's tackle football on the international scale. It was a great weekend. If you uh, were at the hub, you were uh, enlightened of Gridiron West, the West Bowl Ford final, and it was an uh, awesome weekend there, a battle to the end. Uh, a 16-14, an amazing comeback by the Bro- uh, Perth Broncos versus the uh, top dog all-season Rockingham uh, Vipers. And a uh, shout-out to our uh, Nojo football athlete, Cassie Cubis, out there, uh, just killing it, a couple touchdowns uh, with the Vipers. And she also was the champion of the gr- uh, Gridiron Queensland 11 season with aces 11, also two-time champion now, so uh, – Shout-out to Cassie Cubas out there. So proud of her. Uh, amazing, talented athlete out there. And we are just giddy for having her in one year, two championships. Never, it doesn't happen very often for a lot of people. Dawn, she's uh, just an amazing, amazing athlete, and she's done it twice in a year. So even on a COVID year of all that. So shout-out to Cassie Cubas out there. Also, we got to give a shout-out to uh, Kelly Hopkins, the QB for the Perth Broncos, also the founder of Gridiron West, out in Australia, and uh, so what an amazing four years. She uh, ended up creating this great league, 999, uh, their, their goal is to go to eleventh But uh, let's just, you know, just focus on the huge weekend that it was, West Bowl 4. If you missed it, go to the hub. It's uh, entertaining, two hours. It is uh, an exciting matchup, 16-14. of 14. The Broncos were uh, down in the first half. They come back and really muscled back and put some scores up on the Vipers. Uh, they get edged 16-14 to 14 in the fourth quarter, an amazing fourth quarter by the Perth Broncos, and a great comeback, kind of a classic, uh, considering uh, the West Bowl for, on the women's side is only four years old. This would be considered probably the best West Bowl in the in short-term history of the sport. I've been watching all three of them prior to that. I think this one tops it up. So, you know, shout out to Kelly matchup versus the Vipers, and shout out to the Vipers for uh, going undefeated in the whole season and Gridiron West, Uh, an amazing finish. And uh, we also want to give a shout out to some of the amazing photographers uh, that were devoted all season, networking with Gridiron West and doing a great job of showcasing uh, the the photos and the moments and the excitement that happened in West Bowl Four. And this weekend in Perth, and that would be JF Photography and as uh, as well as Cat Bryant Photography. Uh, They did an amazing job in in both uh, events, um, you know, in capturing the moments, the highlights, still photos, black and white photos, uh, all the stuff that we uh, basically uh, shared on our Instagram, on our Twitter, and on our Facebook page. So to all the ballers uh, in Gridiron West, Great season. We really appreciate it on this side of the coast and in this side of the global effect uh, as we are getting ready for our own uh, amazing athletes right here in the North American swing with the Women's Football Alliance as well as the Women's National Football Conference. And today our guest in the Nojo Football Huddle will be one of the spearheaded leaders of the Women's Football Alliance, uh, Mile High Blaze owner uh, Wynn Domini will be here to talk about this huge News that happened this past week or so and uh, partnership with the Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio. The next five years, the Women's Football Alliance National Championship will go to Tom Benson Stadium, which is the home normally of the NFL preseason prior to the season start off. So a great uh, news. And we're going to be talking to win about it as well as all the other things that the WFA has in store for us. So far in 2021, really exciting um, uh, partnerships with uh, various uh, groups, and uh, I think it's just going to get better. And then the schedule that came out, the 2021 schedule that came out for the WFA, we'll go over it, some of the key games in week one, key games in week two. Uh, there are some uh, staple, uh, staple teams that did not participate this year because of COVID restrictions and guidelines. Uh, just like Pittsburgh, St. Louis, and I believe uh, um, Pittsburgh, St. Louis, and uh, the Wolves in New York was uh, some of the notable teams from two- 2019 um, when they were in the playoffs. St. Louis, Division Two champion. Um, Nevada returns this year. I think it's because they're going to be stronger. Um, we'll see who's going to be top dog in Division Two, But overall, great, great excitement. Uh, in terms of the championship uh, that's going to happen July 23rd and 24th. Um, we'll be talking to win here in a moment, but uh, we should have ticket information so you can get to the event. It's a great area right next to the Hall of Fame area right there. You can go to the Hall of Fame, uh, get to check out Callie Branson's moments, Jennifer King's moments. Uh, get to check out now uh, Coach Lori Locus's, uh historic Super Bowl win and that will be probably on display at the Hall of Fame. So a lot of excitement happening in the women's sport in terms of the American football, women's American football swing, and things that are happening in the sport globally. So uh, one more time, we got a shout-out to uh, Gridiron West and communications um, uh, informative there for the Gridiron West as well. I really appreciate them networking with us, giving us information, uh, um, you know, keeping up to date on everything that's happening week to week in, in their league. Uh, That was really helpful to us who are obviously part of a media company that gets fed information. So, you know, I'm so thankful for everybody that networks with us, collaborates with us to bring you the best coverage, the best things that are happening within the sport of women's tackle football. And uh, looking forward to, like I said, the WNFC WFA season coming up here in North America. Uh, The WWCFL has not announced a formal season and they have not ruled out a formal season. Uh, I did talk to Michelle Rubio in Mexico, and she is part of the uh, FXX Mexico. And I also talked to Lafay and Lexpa, and given their uh, lockdown restrictions and things that are happening in Mexico, uh, not, no time soon will they reopen. They're uh, hoping that that will be maybe in the middle of May or August to have a season, maybe a fall season. But some of the leagues down south in Mexico are still on standby um wfl is also on standby so and so we'll see you know how that works out in mexico and and, in canada like i said to wait and see they have not formally canceled the season yet so we will see if they're still going to be updating that and making changes but the the women's football alliance is going to be in full swing the wnfc in full swing in north america we will also have uh the excitement of x-league Later in the year, as anticipated, it was May. Now it's going to be moved to a later time. But we should have two games, I believe, per, per team. And then also we will have the Icon Women's Football Association I-8 uh, season. That should happen as well. Uh, as Everything can change, of course, between now and May. But as we stand today and as we announced today, uh, all four leagues ready to roll, the 8s, uh, the 7s, and the two, uh, obviously, premier team 11s uh, in the world, which is the WFA and the WNFC currently. So uh, we're going to be talking to Wynn about all this right now in a couple minutes, but I really appreciate you guys uh, chiming in and uh, actually giving us a bump on Spotify. I really, really appreciate you guys giving us a bump on Spotify, sharing our posts, sharing our, our podcast. Hopefully we are entertaining. Uh, we have probably one of the, you know, some of the best insider players. All of our all of our co-hosts are players Uh, We're excited that in the next uh, couple weeks here, we will be bringing on board a couple more players that are co-hosts, because our co-hosts currently, Holly Custis and Mackenzie Brooks, will be uh, basically playing full seasons as we speak today, May 1st. Uh, Both of them will be with the WNFC. Uh, Holly will be with the Utah Falcons organization, and then uh, Mackenzie Brooks will be with the Nebraska Nihawks. So at this point in about a couple weeks here, uh, April, the beginning of April, you will uh, get to hear some new faces, and those will be surprises for you coming up here in three weeks, and we will have a couple insiders co-hosts, regular co-hosts for the whole season of the WFA WNFC season, and uh, keep us afloat and uh, entertaining as well. And we're going to be talking NFL offseason news, including that. But we will be focused more on week-to-week action in the WFA and the WNFC as we uh, head towards 2021. If you guys didn't pick up uh, Lori Locus's shirt, I got my shirt today. Very, really awesome shirt uh, by the WFA. So if you haven't checked it out, you could still, I uh, believe it's limited time. If you go to the WFA Pro Football, WFAProFootball.com, you can still order, I believe, uh, some of the shirts. And, uh, and it's a really nice shirt. And it's a commemorative shirt, basically, of her winning the Super Bowl. Um, it's pretty cool. And I uh, was sporting it out already. So hopefully you get yours as well. And speaking of apparel, if you haven't gone to our No Joke Football brand page on IG or also on Twitter or on Facebook, check it out. We got uh, Anna Garza, who was part of Exathlon uh, US, uh, was able not to complete the contest, was actually eliminated. And uh, we're gonna have Anna here in a couple in a couple weeks here talking about that experience uh, with Exathlon um, USA. But uh, you go to the shop, you get anything you can get there. Not a boys not a boys game. The most popular shirt selling shirt right now. We also have the uh, traditional slogan shirt, No Joke Football, uh, women's gridiron shirt, No Joke Football as well. And so check it out. It's uh, under twenty five dollars. You can Use the code. Uh, Zazzle, thanks for up to 15% off, or you can get a better code if there's a better code. And if you're an international, uh, shout out to our Russian, German, uh, and uh, over in Australia and over in England, Finland, and Sweden. Um, if you go to the Zazzle site right there at no joke, uh, Zazzle.com forward slash Create Our Beauties. Go to down to the uh, tab page at the very bottom. It says country code. Select your own. Uh, Zazzle site page there. You can save on shipping and also use the code, and if the are higher code, use it on, and then you basically can get your gear as well within a couple of days. So really, really appreciate you supporting us. Zazzle supporting us, on, and that's what keeps podcasts alive, including MonkeyNightFight.com now, who is a major sponsor of us as well. So uh, make sure you support both our sponsors. They are keeping us and bringing attention to Women's Tackle Football Weekly on our weekly podcast here on Tuesday nights. All right. The other excitement that happened was the NFL 5th uh, Women's Careers in Football Forum that was started by Sam Rappaport, you know, five years ago. So as part of its ongoing commitment to diversity and inclusion, uh, the NFL will hold its fifth annual Women's Career in Football Forum virtual, and that happened this past uh, week. The 24th and the 25th, the forum connected 40 women uh, with leaders throughout the NFL operations scope. As well as some, some of those leaders are not just going to go in the NFL. Some of them are going to go into college. They're going to take the realms into like the Canadian Football League, um, various other professional leagues that exist, even the semi-pro leagues in terms of arena. So a lot of opportunities within the sports football realm, and uh, those are the opening, opening uh, opportunities. The cool thing that happened was I believe you had Bill Belichick uh, on one of the panels And it was really interesting to see that. Uh, You had Coach Belichick basically, um, you know, coming on board and giving giving, uh, some feedback as well. You had uh, Sean McDermott from the Buffalo Bills, uh, Brian Flores from the Miami Dolphins, uh, Coach Robert Sala, who's obviously the brand-new coach from the New York Jets, um, Bruce Arians, Tampa Bay, Mike Gravel from Tennessee, uh, Ron Rivera, of course, who's uh, been a very big part of Jennifer King's uh, world in terms of bring her on board and uh, giving her the opportunities. You also had general managers involved as well from various teams, uh, club owners as well. Dee Haslam from the Browns. Uh, that was the, uh, the managing partner and principal partner. Uh, Sheila Ford-Happs from the owner of the, the uh, Detroit Lions. And you had also the, you know, uh, the Buccaneers who are kind of front runners in this inclusion and diversity movement that the NFL has going on right now. Darcy Glacier uh, Um she is the co-owner and president of Glacier Vision Foundation, but she's been able, you know, to be a part of what Bruce Arians has brought on to the uh, Buccaneers, including the hire of Lori Locus and um, all. So it's it's just been an incredible opportunity, and there's a lot of a lot of opportunity for some of these uh, girls that are participating now, fifth year into the movement, as the NFL tries to, you know. Um, network and get these uh, folks into operations, media, et cetera. And some of them are not going to even work in the NFL at this point. They might just go the route like Callie did, which is you know go through a sequence of going through a college uh, internship type mentality, going through the college r- ranks, and then getting your, getting the door in into the pro teams as you get into the NFL level at this point. So it's uh, interesting to see how everything has evolved over five years. Uh, interesting to see how both uh, both leagues, especially the WFA right now, since since 2009, a lot of things have been elevated to another level in terms of marketing. Been elevated to another level in terms of business business-driven mentality. Um, you know, another level of visibility. Uh, the uh, you know WFA alumni at in the big gorilla, which is the NFL scope of things. So really, really interesting. So we're going to go into the huddle. Uh, sponsored by monkey 5com You can go right now. Like I said, fast, simple prop games, shark-free fantasy, more or less fantasy challenges. Star players only. You can uh, you can get an instant deposit match up to $50 on sign up. So use the code NJF. And we're going to be going to uh, the huddle with uh, Win Domini here in a minute. Expect greatness. Expect greatness from our preparation, to the way we perform so the way we stand, expect great. Expect it from yourself. Expect it from your teammates. Expect it from this team. We fall, we kill, we eat. Let's hey, energy, emotion. Play
0: back, Play for each other. That's it. Let's go get it. Here we go. One, two, A two
1: win. Win. three, four, four, four five. Win. Yeah, yeah. Win. Expect greatness. How's it going today?
0: Well, hello, everybody. How are you?
1: I'm doing great. How are you doing, you lady?
0: I'm doing okay. It was a beautiful day here in Denver. I can't complain.
1: Hey, I, I just read uh, on the feed uh, you got recognized by the city there in your city, so shout out to you for awesome job.
0: Hey, thank you. I appreciate that. Look at you being a detective.
1: <laughs> hey, I can't. I, I gotta be a I gotta be a follower, you know what I mean? Uh, the people say you're stalking me now. No, it's this my job. That's what I do now. It's part of me. Hey,
0: I, I I can't complain that that I appreciate you you following. So thank you.
1: Yeah, it's a great opportunity there uh, with the Mile High, right? Uh, part of the community and doing a lot of things with uh, various organizations as well. So your uh, your you know your presence is being felt and obviously recognized.
0: Well, that's awesome. That I mean we're we're really uh you know working hard on getting our name out there and our face out there and we've been blessed in the last couple of weeks to have a lot of media attention and you know we've been on Mile High Sports Radio and uh The Final Word and then Fox Sports so I I'm, I'm pretty happy with that. Yeah, I
1: mean you can never have more enough attention, you know, especially when we we didn't have anything for the last what uh 8 7 years. Now we're really getting oh my gosh. to a point where people, people are really interested into, you know, what we're about, what the sport's about, what these athletes are about, um, you know, all of it. Isn't
0: it exciting to to see that buzz and hear people talking and asking questions and wanting to become involved? Man, it's it's like that's what we've all been waiting for, and it seems like it's coming together, you know? It's about time.
1: When uh, it's getting, the moment it arrives, is when we get packed houses of 2,500 to 3,000 fans. That is the moment <laughs> we're going to all turn around and go, we have arrived. Right? Because that's almost like high school level. True story. Like getting to that to that 3,000 capacity. You know what I mean?
0: Oh, if, if if I hit that at a game, you know I'm going to come unglued. I'll be the first to make a fool of myself on the sidelines.
1: <laughs> it's, it's, it's just crazy how, like, I was just talking here at the intro how it's evolved into a different, uh, mindset. You know what I mean? It's like, we, I, I don't know if I don't, it has to be the fact that we have alumni at a higher level of visibility. I think that's going to be key. But at the same time, I, I think everybody's kind of realizing, um, you know, with 11 sports, with your guys self, with, um, you know, secret deodorant with Zenith, with, uh, what, was, what did you have? K tape? Um, you have a, a bunch of sponsors, oh, right? Uh, cool as light, Mm -hmm. Wilson. So there's a lot of major sponsors now backing yourself and also the, you know, other leagues. And it's just becoming a situation where people are more aware at the fact that the the sport does exist kind of like college football in a sense.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, but it's important, you know, for us to do our job on our side, you know Um, we've got to have that. I I talk about this all the time. We've got to have a good product out on the field um Mm -hmm. to make people want to invest in our league and our players um or anyone's league for that matter um so you got to be doing things the right way um and have a good business model and have your eye on the prize you know and, and put that out there for people to be able to buy into that
1: so when uh at the intro when i came in here we the whole week we have been so excited for women's tackle football on the international scene you know what i'm talking about like West Bowl 4, I don't know if you watched it, but what an exciting matchup. 16-14, a huge second-half comeback. Um, This whole season has been an impressive season over there. I mean, it's four years in into this league. Uh, Kelly Hopkins started it, came from Queensland. I mean, just a huge – an amazing story, in other words. Um, And now she's – you know, it's a prominent uh, league, almost at an equal level of juniors and men's in, in Perth. But here you are, you know, I thought that was like a highlight of the week and you throw a wrench into that excitement by announcing that you have a five-year deal at the hall of fame in Canton, Ohio, July 24th, 20th, uh, the 23rd, 24th for the next five years that you're, you the WFA national championship is going to be right there. Wow.
0: That I can't, I, uh, I'm so excited, Oscar. I'm so excited. You know, last time I was on, I told so, you I had to. I'm waiting to for the ticket for
1: information. Remember I told you on, on messenger, it's like, Where's my ticket information yep. cuz I really want to go there.
0: It'll be coming out very soon. You know, when you're dealing with an entity like that, you got to kind of you got to kind of follow their lead and and on their terms, mm-hmm. you know? So mm-hmm. so um we've got a lot of things being planned right now. This is not just going to be a national championship. This is going to be a event for people to come and participate whether they play, they don't play, they're super fans um they're learning little girls want to see what it's about it's going to be an epic epic national championship uh weekend and then it'll be growing you know as the years progress you know we're we're starting off in, in a spot here you know for 2021 dealing with COVID and everything so we've got a plan for that and then it's just gonna it's gonna explode for 2022.
1: When uh, w, uh, WAV Sports and Entertainment, was that something you guys drew, to, uh, drawn to them, or they, they came to you, or was it something that you guys worked out a deal for them to facilitate something like this?
0: It was kind of a mutual agreement. Um, you know, I've I've said this, Lisa has been working really hard, you know, uh, in the commissioner role, um, dealing with a lot of these, uh, you know, higher beings, if you will. <laughs> Um, you know, to, to get this stuff going. Um, And I've I've been really proud of her and then stepping in with a, with a sports marketing agency. I mean, come on, it just made such great sense to do. Um, Mm -hmm. And it opens up a ton of doors, connections uh, that we've already made since, since acquiring them and and signing on with them has been, I, I can't tell you. I mean, look where we're at, look what we're doing right now, you know, and it's just going to get bigger and better. Um, I, I I think that's one of our best moves that we've made. To be honest with you.
1: No, I mean that's this is this is where we envisioned. Like I said, seven years ago, uh, the league going into that business-minded sense. And this is big time business when you have uh, when you acquire a uh, you know a, a source that can get you uh, different avenues, right? For sources and for opportunities, for it's sure. huge.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I getting to sit and plan and really have a vision and being able to execute it, Oscar, is everything. I mean, we've all been dreaming of women's football and what mm-hmm. we could do and where it could go, right? We've all got mm-hmm. we've all got that mapped out in what we want to see. We want to see packed stadiums. We want to see the NFL supporting us. We want to see major sponsorships and marketing deals and we want to see us on TV, not just cornhole. You know what I mean? So Right. So this is this is definitely what we wanted and, and what we've been working towards, and we have a long way to go. Man, you know, we're just digging in and getting this, this machine going, but it's starting to roll, and that's what matters, and it's rolling in the right direction.
1: I had a uh, uh, old-time uh, player, um, and I don't know if anybody remembers him, Alex Martinez. He played in the NFL for a long time, but um, he's the one that, you know, follows us. He's been following us for like five years on our page and he showed up and he's like, he messaged me when I, you know, when we posted that announcement that you guys had made the deal in this five-year deal and all that. And he messaged me and says, uh, this, this WFA is now in the eighties because the NFL was mm. was barely at that stage in the eighties where they were on TV, you know, barely starting to go on TV and, and doing that. And, and so he's like, this is it. This is, uh, it's, it's a fire starter. In other words, that was, that was his point this is a fire starter, right? Uh, If you, to your point, if you, if you great, if you put a great performance right in Canton and you put in a consistent, great performance for the next four years, uh, it's going to be an opportunity where it's just going to grow. Interest is going to grow and you're going to get that obviously another deal at some point down the road.
0: Oh man, this, just having this stadium, um, like I'll, I'll be honest with you, Oscar, I'll tell you how, how much it meant to me. I, I sat there. And when when we knew, when, when Lisa and I knew that the deal was done, I just, I bawled. I, I kid you not, I sat at my desk at work and just had tears. Not because, um, you know, I wasn't sad. It wasn't anything like that. But it was like, oh my God, our, our players are going to step on the Hall of Fame football field. Like, this is not a joke. This is not a test run. This isn't, you know, this isn't like us going to, I don't know, just some little peewee stadium. This is a place that's sacred. It's a place that people don't get to step on that field. You don't get to just walk on the hall of fame field. You know what I mean? And, and for someone to take women's football, that serious to provide us this opportunity and not just for 2021, but they really believed in us to be able to sign a five year deal come on this is this is oh, man, this is everything. you know it's I can't huge. wait it's, to it's see
1: these when girls I heard that news, walk on the field when I heard that news i I was at a I was at an ice cream shop, and my ice cream fell to the floor when I heard the news
0: <laughs> and i had to go
1: I had to chair it. you know what i mean it there there was well, uh, owe oh you an ice cream. <laughs> that, that goes my, there goes my pistachio almond right there on the ground. I'm like, Whoa, what, a, what, <laughs> five year deal. And then when I start reading it yeah. and then, uh, you know what I mean? It's like, okay. Um, and so it's like, this is, this is big. And I mean, to the players, I mean, to you guys, you guys are administrative, right? You, you guys, Lisa's putting in the legwork, um, you know, Mr. King and everybody else, and everybody, all the other owners that are like yourself, you know, trying to trying to piece together these things. Um, it's kind of huge for you guys in that sense. But, you know, to the, to the average fan like ourselves that have been following you guys for so long and following the sport for so long, um, it, this is a, this is kind of a huge deal. And like you said, because there's real commitment here, it's not like you're just going to get on ESPN three for a year. You know what I mean? It's like, this is a real commitment. It's a, it's a five-year commitment. Now, now it's like, you know, uh, when no pressure, right? Right. No pressure. Now, now it's, Big time. The two teams, the two teams that end up presenting the brand in Canton in the final, huge pressure for them. Like you said, the performance level is going to be there because they got to they got to really oh. put a great show for the world to see. It's not just the week to week. It's going to be you're front and center.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, let me just tell you. It, and, Oscar, you know this. You, you've been around and you've been supporting, you know, women's football and the struggle for many, many, many years. You know you know how girls have practiced on a field, you know, a grass field in a park and had mm-hmm. to pull cars up and turn their headlights on so that they could practice, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Look at these girls now. They are going to play on the Tom Benson Hall of Fame field, Are you, like lights. They're not going to get shut off on us, Oscar. You know what I'm no. saying? I mean, like,
1: the locker room. This is, this is... I, did, I just think of the oh. locker room, the locker room scene. I mean, if I was – I don't know. I'm, I'm, like, so excited for this. It's like the fact that you're going to walk in to this major stadium to a huge, you know, locker room that is probably shared by, you know, icons, right? And they've yeah. stepped into yeah. their halls and stuff. I mean, it, it, I think just the value of it, the fact that your value oh. – and the fact that you are arrived at this moment and the fact that you are going to be able to showcase your talent, I mean, that right there, I mean, whoever gets there, whoever arrives, you know, for the final, Division one, Division two, and Division three, boy, I mean, if you didn't feel pressure, you're going to feel pressure when you get there because now you're, like, representing the brand. It's like you cannot oh, have a legend. Man. You've got to have a great oh, the- performance. You know what I mean?
0: Oh, yeah, it, this, has to be, this has to be the highest level of women's tackle football that we can possibly put out there. There's no doubt about that. We need to have the great product on the field. We need to be on point. We need to have, you know, refs that are, are qualified and that are going to call a, a, a good, safe, fair game. We need to have mm-hmm. quality film. You know, we need to have sponsorship and marketing behind this. And we've been – I'm going to tell you something. We've been really blessed in the fact that dealing with, with the Hall of Fame folks have been – it's been absolutely incredible. Oscar, to have to have a team of execs, you know, that are at that high level, you know, sit in a meeting and say to you, hey, what can we do for you? What can, what can the Hall do to make this a great weekend? What do you need from us? Do you need this? Do you need this? It's yours. Take it. Like, are you – are you kidding me, sir? For real? You know, because we're yeah. so used to, to begging and pleading and asking and, yeah. you know, worrying about worrying about sponsorships and everything. So this has been, this has been a whole nother level for us. And I'm so,
1: so excited. I think for, the, mindset, for players. the mindset has to be non, uh, take away the nonprofit mindset. It's really has oh, to yeah. be that way now. You know what I mean? At the, at the administrative level. There's like no, no oh, yeah. nonprofit. A business. It has to be yeah. business deal, business deal, business deal, yep. business deal. Yes. What can we provide for you and yep. what you can supply for us? That's, uh, oh my God. I'm I'm so excited for this. It's just like, uh, you know, I, I, I'm, I don't want to like pick pick favorites here, <laughs> but man, uh, Renegades, if you're there, boy, the world is going to see you. You know what I mean? It's like, this is, no pressure on Boston right now, but I would I just wanna say, you know, they've been so top dogs. Um if they ever if they get to this stage in twenty twenty one, um we've already seen it. We know what you know what they're all about. We know what an Allison Cahill can do, right? This is an opportunity sure. for you know, we, we saw the born to play. We know what she's capable of. Jante Bonds, we know what she's right. capable of. I um, mean all these all these all these beasts. Uh, on the Renegades, as an example, one team, um, just to be showcased in, the, in Canton of all places. Wow, in Canton of all places. I
0: thought I'd never see it. You know, I really. I, let
1: me be honest with you. I thought I'd never to, see it.
0: I I have to keep telling myself, you know, you know, I'm a Broncos fan, and you know Peyton was our quarterback. Mm-hmm. And you know, we won the Super Bowl with Ms., Mr. Manning. Um, and I have to keep telling myself, holy cow, Peyton Manning is being inducted into the Hall of Fame the week after we're there. Like, That's so cool. That gets me in the feels, <laughs> you know? That's so cool. But I hope, I hope you're planning on coming, Oscar. I would love to show you around, show you a great weekend of football, and, you know, let you experience something that not a lot of people get to experience, you know? And, no, I'm, and I'm, I'm, I, I'm I hope already, you're going to be there and, and let me I'm do I'm already
1: on – we're already allocating. Our budget was February 1st, and we've already made some moves to allocate, so – yeah, no, no worries there. I'm, I'm one way or the other, we're going to get there and we're going to get there. And I, I, I just, I can't, I don't want to miss that moment. You know what I mean? I just don't want to miss that moment. I mean, I I don't, I I I
0: I haven't been able to go to other
1: championship. I haven't been able to go to other places because of, you know, things at home and more priorities. But, um, at this point, you know, it talked it over with the wife, like last when the news came out and, um, you know, she said, Hey, you're going. So I'm like, Okay. So I'm we're going. I'm ready. I'm just like I said, I'm you, waiting for Are you this.
0: bringing the wife?
1: No, she can't come unfortunately because she has uh Okay. She has dialysis and kidney failure. Oh, and okay. She's got treatment and all these other things. But um gotcha. but no, she's good. And then, you know, I, I got family that's gonna take care of that. She's good with that, she's got care and we'll make arrangements. Let's just say that. For for me to be well, there on that it. other to... on that other stage.
0: I, I got a VIP suite that I that I'll have a
1: seat for you, sir. Oh, I, oh my God! Are you serious? That's so awesome. Uh, uh, Oscar, I will I will take care of you. Don't you worry. I appreciate that, but I'm um, I'm just so excited for you guys. I really am. I mean, uh, you know how much you know. We've covered the sport. We know how much we love uh, sharing everything yeah. that happens in the sport, and um, you guys are one of the premier leagues in the world that people look up to you. And this is huge. This is a, this is, like I said, my pistachio uh, ice cream fell to the floor. I mean, that's just huge.
0: Well, the calls, the calls have started coming in. Let me tell you when, when the hall of fame um, people released their, the press release um, you know, we, we started getting several phone calls. So that's been nice. It's been, it's been awesome being able to have meetings with people and see you know how many people do believe in our sport you know they mm-hmm. they have a passion too and they just didn't know where to direct it and it's it's been nice to be able to talk to those people and and get them on board and and have them buying in and it's going to be it's going to be amazing and i i can't wait to share with you and um you know i'll come on again and i'll share with you everything that's going to be going on um we've got some Incredible events that you're just going to be blown away when you hear what we're doing at the at the championship. This is not
1: just going to I, be I appreciate you, you know a football coming game. on and giving us giving us access firsthand you know uh, interaction um, and and giving us the lowdown. I really really do appreciate your time because our audience is just sure. you know giddy right now because we are so excited for 2021 and this this is huge. This we thought you know 11 sports. Our network's going to be, you know, on with the WNFC and everything. But this right here is the icing on the cake. You know, this is this is huge. We should this go is, live from Canton, uh, Oscar. We should live. We should. We should. From we, should. we should go live from Canton. Yeah, we should. Um, no pressure on uh, on any of the teams playing in this season,
0: <laughs>
1: <'Cause>, <laughs>
0: everybody wants right? to no get pressure. to Canton now. Let me tell you.
1: No, I'm just saying. <laughs> Uh, if you don't want if you don't want to play hardcore to get to Kenton, I mean I don't know what you want to play for, but this is this is this is uh, week one. I, I you know I, we always talk about how it's tough, right, to get out of the box, but now you have oh, a yeah. purpose. <laughs> you have a purpose. To oh yeah, get I, I to the final.
0: I bet there's a lot more girls in the gym this
1: week. For sure, yeah. I mean, there's just. It's, <laughs> I mean, if I'm excited, they're imagine all the athletes, all the athletes. And not giving yeah, the owners, the owners I mean, which owner doesn't want to be in Canton for the finals?
0: Oh, my Come God. On. it's like. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. The phone's been blowing up with people saying, hey, how do we get tickets? I want to go to Canton, you know? Yeah. And so it, 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 it's, it's been really neat, you know? And it's, man, it's so cool to see the girls tell their families and talk to their families about it and oh, stuff, yeah. you know? It's just, it, it's something that, that like I said it's a once in a lifetime opportunity for you know a lot of players much less women's football you know what i mean and oh, yeah. it's 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 cool to see it's cool to see us being treated equally if not better right now so it, i'm 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 very pleased at the at the direction that things are headed for all of women's football period
1: yeah no it's exciting i mean you guys are driving this um in States, the uh, WNFC is doing their part with in States, but you know, we also have all the global, you know, the, 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 the Australia scene is blown up in Europe. It's blown up. I yeah. mean, the staple of Finland and Sweden. And I mean, when you start, like, uh, when you start looking at it, like I look at it on a global scale, it blows your mm-hmm. mind on a global scale. It blows your mind because there are just so many girls and women wanting to play this sport. You know what I mean? It's like there's just so much interest. There's not lack of interest yeah. anymore. It's like everybody wants to do it. I mean, I, I just uh, at the intro I said, you know, I, I just talked to Mexico this past week. I talked to all the the heads of the three leagues in Mexico, and they are literally disappointed because of the fact that obviously they have lockdowns and and COVID restrictions, right? Because normally they'd be in season mm-hmm. right now too. Like as soon as you guys kick off, you know, a couple months after that they kick off and everything else, but. I mean you're, all eyes will be on you that's what I'm trying to say now because if they're not playing they're going to be watching you guys pretty much in season. Yep.
0: Well, and that works out that works out great because you know we've expanded internationally so um you know Jeff Jeff King's been been working at this almost like a full-time job, you know, basically right now uh getting the international uh division up and running um and and working with Several other countries. I don't. I don't even know how he's doing it. But, you know, he's working with probably six other countries, seven countries right now. Um, so it's 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 pretty exciting time, all over the world.
1: Well, crazy. The, the highlight will be to I have to literally meet Lisa King face to face. That'll be the highlight of my whole time. Not not including yourself. I can't yourself, wait but, to watch you two you shake hands. Me? Finally get to see <laughs> oh, yeah. Lisa King, and just give her her give her uh, her props. Because, uh, you know what, we've, we've had, we, since we started, we had what? At the beginning, we had doubt, right? We had negativity. Yeah. We had all this stuff that has come along with everything, right? But now I would have to say, you know, shout out to her, shout out to her husband, shout out to you and, and all the owners that are collaborating to make this happen. Because th- this is a huge, so so huge, it's huge.
0: I, I pinch myself every day. I, I, I read the press release almost every single day just in case I missed something. <laughs> um, yeah. but i'm I'm so excited. God, I just it's like I, I can't wait for for season. I can't wait for championship. I can't wait for the world to to see female football players um, on a field like that and having an incredible weekend where they feel celebrated. Um, they feel honored. And you know we're able to bring in a lot of big names that weekend. Um, it's it's going to be cool.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm like I said, uh, we, you know, we have a lot of fans inquiring about tickets and stuff. But I have to, I told them the same thing. You know, I don't have insider information. <laughs> I'm just I get fed the same way everybody else does. Uh, so I told them, you know, we have to wait and see uh, until you make the formal announcement, like you said, with the arrangements with your sources, and then at that point, you know, we yep. start to obviously roll out. Um, but you know what, all I can say is we're excited for 2021. Hopefully cross our fingers, you know, this COVID thing's done, uh, vaccines are in place and people are back to reality and just back to a somewhat, you know, a normality stage for sports and that will not throw a wrench in the whole thing. So hopefully that's the case and we're just, you know, praying that that's, that's what it is. Um, so the three teams win. The three teams that will not participate from my list—I could be wrong—but it was the Wolves in New York, uh, the Passion in Pennsylvania, and Missouri, which I spoke to a couple folks in Missouri, and they—they they had told me ahead of time that they were not going to participate. Is there any other team uh, that you know of that are not going to be participating in this season?
0: No, we're gonna—we're gonna be announcing that and finalizing. Um, we released our schedule, but you know, with—with with the With the little side note that, you know, things could change depending on where things are with COVID. And it's a fluid schedule Mm -hmm. right now because of that. Um, As an example, I just got an alert that Texas is lifting all of their restrictions. No masks are going to be required. Like, it's just like back to normal in Texas starting next week, you know. Um, And then we've got other states, you know, Massachusetts or California and stuff that still – on you know one of the highest levels um of alerts so we're kind of playing it day by day we're trying to um you know we put out all of our covid guidelines and our covid rules that you know people are going to be going by and everything um but we're trying to play it by ear right now and make sure that everyone is included and everyone can participate there's some teams that might not be able to just because covid numbers are so high and that, um, you know, they can't travel out of state, whatever it may be. And we we have to respect that, you know. Our our, our players' safety is first and foremost. That's for darn sure. So if, oh. if, if and when I get, you know, more of that, I'll, I'll definitely shoot that over to you because, you know, it's, it's nothing to hide, nothing to be ashamed of, that's for sure. Um, I'd rather protect yeah, our no, players the, than, the you the know, serious. have anyone upset.
1: Right, it's a serious thing. That's why we uh, we had talked about on uh, the last time was it you know w- will there be bye weeks or will there be I wouldn't say sure. forfeits, but it's going to be like you said you know if they can't do a full five weeks, then why even do it? Because then it's just it's just endangering other people. It's just easier to do right. it where you can do it and have a season that way. It's um, I mean similar Absolutely. similar situation the NFL ran into, right? I mean it's like you either have to you know wait a week or two to schedule reschedule the game or you don't schedule the game at all and you move on and figure things out later or something like that. But hopefully that's not the case, but yeah, Texas is going to be, uh, Texas is probably the best, best news you can get because I think you got plenty of teams in Texas to be, to be honest with you. I mean, it's a lot of teams in Texas, so you can still make a great season even on just that one state alone (laughs) for, for football, you know, heaven.
0: We're, we're going to have good football no matter what, and you know we're going to play. The teams that can play will play. The teams that can't will support, and you know help us with championship. Help us with you know anything else that needs to be done in the league. That's that's a given, you know, and and work towards 2022. But you know COVID's a serious thing, and and we have to protect our players. I mean, it's mm-hmm. that's all we have, right? You know,
1: yeah. Um, no. and, well, 50 and
0: first. Yeah. I would that's hope we have to. Do. I would hope that all everybody feels the same way about, about their players, you know, making sure
1: that they're safe. Season well, based on the schedule that I saw, we're going to have a lot more rivalries, you know, a lot more close rivalries, you know, in terms of oh, yeah. proximity, you know, the, the, the Cali war against the sirens, like in my state, you know, if, if anything, everything should go well that way and allowable, then you have that you have Nevada, Sin City, pretty exciting. Tampa, Orlando, Um, what else did I see? Arlington, Dallas, um, DC and Baltimore, uh, in in general. So, uh, you know, Boston and DC like normal. Um, and then you also have Boston and Detroit. That's going to be pretty unique to see. We'll see how that works out, but there's a couple, you know, there's a couple of dates on the schedule that, you know, I've personally penciled in and highlighted because of the fact that, you know, those are gonna to be tough some tough battles and some tough rivalries right there already built in. For sure.
0: Oh yeah, everybody's raring to go. I mean, there's already, you know, smack talk going on and uh, you know, people are people are looking at this season, you know, different than they have before. You know, when you when you when you lose something for so long, it, it makes you value it, it makes you view things differently, it makes you appreciate it a lot more, you know, in, in a way, you know, sitting out twenty twenty Um, Yes, it was painful. Yes, it sucked. You know, all that stuff. But the girls are chomping at the bits to go, you know. So it's going to be pretty special. Like you said, the rivalries are are heating up already. Um, And and I love
1: it. I think it's great. I mean, just having Sacramento back, uh, because out in Cali, we didn't have anybody basically on the north side of the state for the most part. Everybody Mm -hmm. was south. So just having Sacramento, I mean that's like two hours away from me. So that's really nice that I can actually, you know, make a two hour drive to you know check out the rebirth of the sirens. I mean that's a pretty historic franchise in itself.
0: That that would be pretty darn cool. Where what city are you in? Or what where are you near, Oscar?
1: Um over in the South County, South Bay, um okay. right below San Jose, over okay. in Monterey, like by, by Carmel.
0: Okay. Yep. Yeah. I know exactly where that is. All right. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's really cool. You definitely really nice should, should hit up a game.
1: Yeah, that's what I was saying. So that's the closest. I think that's the closest team to me in the north side, right? Because everybody else is south. Yeah. Everybody else is uh, in yep. uh, Southern California for the most part. Yep. All right. So yep. we're looking forward you got to it. And Portland fire. above you. Yeah, and Portland above. Yeah, the shockwave. All right. Um. Yep. When. I don't know. I hope I hope all your peers are happy because uh, this, this is going to be great for you guys because it's internally too. Because who wants to not go to Canton? <laughs> it's like I think everybody's <laughs> fired up. It's like right? who doesn't want to go to Canton? And you just said oh VIP suite uh, or something. So who doesn't want to be in a VIP suite?
0: <laughs> Seriously, I'm I'm so excited to just. You know I, I you know you see the pictures you see you know videos and all that but but standing there I'm I'm sure I'll cry again and I will be in complete awe um, knowing that I'm 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 sitting in you know it, even if it's a classroom you know I'm sitting in a room that NFL players have all been in and have you know you know gone through film or, or whatever it may be I mean I'm just man this is this is so huge and and I'm so blessed, and I feel so excited for anyone who loves women's football because this is for them you know this is this is for them, and I'm excited.
1: Imagine the veterans and then imagine all the girls that came on on brand new teams this year, so like if you're <laughs> a vet, right, this has been a journey if you're a new player, you're like, Long Whoa, time we're going coming. to Canton. we're going to Canton? <laughs> Yeah, you want going to Seriously. and it's like, <laughs> and like, don't mess it up. Like, <laughs> play your ex- best ball.
0: Exactly. Like, did I've had I've had a couple of girls say like, you mean like the real Canton, like, like Canton, <laughs> Ohio? And I'm like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> it's been pretty funny because some people are just like, no, they think I'm kidding or, you know, joking, and then I show them, and they're like, oh my god. You know, it's a big deal. This is it, great. Is. it is
1: a big deal. I mean and, and like I was just mentioning at the intro, you know, you'll get to see, you know, Jennifer King, right? You get to see Jen Walters yep. display out there, Callie Branson's displays, uh, Lori Locke is a Super yep. Bowl win. I mean, you know, right? It's like WFA uh, legends, if you wanna if you wanna just put that out there now. WFA Legends right there in in yep. Canton. It, uh, we, I would thought we'd never see it, right? You thought you'd never see it for like another 10, 20 years, but we've arrived. Yeah. I think that's the word we have arrived. It's
0: it's, you know, we've been using the hashtag inspire the future and that's exactly what the goal is.
1: Yeah. It's, 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 it's a good moment. Um, so if, you know, all you WFA athletes, all you, uh, you know, ballers for 2021, no pressure. You just you just got to go to Canton. <laughs> if you I can't imagine.
0: Canton, I will press it right. I, I was I was talking to Amanda um, Conigliotti from from DC, and you know mm-hmm. she was like, you know I've I've been in the championship before, you know, with DC when when Allie was there and everything. She goes, but but I want to be a quarterback in the championship, especially yep. at the Hall of Fame Stadium. And, you know, I thought about that for a second. I was like, I, I can't imagine what that would feel like to be a quarterback and, and going on the field and playing a game there. Like, it's just, whoa, that's all I got, you know?
1: Okay. All I have to say right now, Win, beware of the renegades. That's all I'm going to say right now because they will be there. <laughs> you just gave them an extra incentive to be there. <laughs> and knowing them – Oh yeah knowing them they are not going to not be there <laughs> they are going to th- be there i, th-
0: I think everybody's going to be working extra hard and uh, oh, yeah. you never know it's it's you know any any given uh, i'll call it saturday night any given saturday night
1: no and, and we like i said you're in the league itself uh if people don't follow us because you know if you don't follow exclusively on it but if you follow the sport uh i mean we've had tremendous franchises in this league since 2009, starting with St. Louis, you know, the initial champion. Mm-hmm. And they've put a great franchise over the tenure of this league, you know, the, and they're not going to play this year or whatever, but the slam, you know, has always been visible. You had Boston, D.C., Chicago. If you go back in, you know, in history of this league, of the WFA, um, you know, tremendous uh, pioneer franchises – that stood out no different than, you know, NFL franchises of back in the day, that type of mentality. So, you know, Molly's done a great job, you know, transition from the previous owner to her, to the new team. They've obviously had their work cut for out sure. for them and they had to do what they had to do. But, you know, to, I always say them because I think they're the benchmark and they're the standard that
0: they're well-oiled
1: machine. Yeah, and so I I to me it you know I have when you say we have a good team but are they are uh, they as good as the Renegades? And that's the question you have to answer. If you can be as good as the oh, Renegades, sure. guess what? You're going to be under the lights in Canton because you deserve to be there. Uh and they challenge mm-hmm. everybody, right? DC challenges themselves and w- w- great matchups in other words. We this is the the Boston DC uh, rivalry on the East Coast. I I was preaching it since I've been able to, you know, follow the sport. Uh, This rivalry right here is the WFA. And if you go back and watch YouTube and if you go back and watch all the games between the two teams, um, that is quality football. That is competitive championship football. And so, uh, Amanda, if you want to go to Canton, listen to me here. (laughs) Boston's in your face. You got to get through Boston. So you bet. (laughs) <laughs> and Adrian I, I Smith, you just lit Adrian a, you Smith just lit and Allison Cahill are not, are not coming to lose. They're not going to lose, especially now that you said they, they have to go. you got your championships in Canton. <laughs> uh, Renegade's mission 3 Pete is hashtag it now because that's what they're at now.
0: Yep, yep. But I, I promise you, you just lit a fire under, under number six, under Amanda's
1: uh, oh, I, I tail, too. I promise you that. You know it. she's a competitor. Oh yeah. She's, she's on it. So, uh, but you know what? She's, she's right. Uh, You know, all the other accolades, even, you know, when we were at what Heinz field Heinz fields being the first Mm -hmm. uh, when we, when the, the, uh, the the championship game was played in Heinz field. um, Mm -hmm. That's, that's true. But you know what, for her to get to this stage is true. This is another stage of the WFA and it's, it's somewhat a, a journey because you had, you know, Allison, you have, um, it got to a certain level to the, you know, the championship there. Now this is another level. And so she needs, she wants to be Agreed. part of it basically. that's what she's saying. She, I, I want to be part of this next level. Uh, she can do it. She's capable.
0: Yeah, we we all can do it. And everybody's just got to work extra hard and you need to be, yeah. you know, this is the year to, to, you know, to do it, to put in the work and to get there.
1: Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, we have a lot of international players um You know, when you made that announcement, we have a lot of international players that reached out to us to, you know, how can they come over to the states? And obviously, we have COVID restrictions and things like that. But you know, I'm I'm assuming once the COVID restrictions are lifted, um, you're going to get a lot more interest, uh, especially now that you know the opportunity is there for them to come over to play in the league, and then all of a sudden, you're able to go to the championship in Canton. I mean, that's just an incentive alone to come over.
0: Absolutely. And then adding that, you know, adding that international championship game to our, our lineup for, you know, maybe next year, you know, in, in Canton. So, you know, we've got a lot of room to grow and a lot of ideas, you know, out there that that we can put into place to make sure that we're we're progressing each year. And that includes international
1: players. All right. All um... right the shop had certain things uh open are you guys going to open the shop in april or may or or through the season for fans to order because i have a lot of fans that have inquired about you know just a just a general wfa logo shirt you know what i mean or things like absolutely. that
0: absolutely so are
1: you are you guys can open that up a little bit okay
0: yep yep that that'll be open the wfa store and then each team store um everything centrally located in one spot so you can you know pick what you what you want to view what team you want to view and um and go from there but yeah we'll we'll have gear and swag for everybody
1: Yeah I think that's going to be exciting because you know I don't I don't know about you but you walk into Tom Benz's Stadium and you see fans with just even with a WFA logo I mean that right there is a huge huge uh, moment you know what I mean for people to dive into just the branding itself the shield as they call that's, it Yeah you know to have your
0: shield represented. Yeah, I was stoked to to have the Low Locust shirt. You know, um, to have an NFL coach walking around, you know, repping our our league and our our logo, um, and to be proud of that. That's man, that says a lot to me. You know, and um, I, I appreciate you know Coach Low for for doing that and for believing in, in the WFA and for supporting us and and letting us do that with the shirt. So. That was pretty neat, too. You
1: look handsome that's in yours, by the way. I saw the picture. Like, like I told you, that's going to get framed. <laughs> I'm going to buy a frame for that. It's getting framed. <laughs> uh, this is a huge moment. It. You know, this a huge moment. That's like a memorabilia piece now for years to come. You know, the fact that, yeah. I mean, how, how do you not equate that? I will equate this news with Lori Loka's winning the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? This is literally how it's going to be equated the the deal for the 5 years in Canton and Loey Locus winning the Super Bowl that's how I will equate this whole when i see the shirt that's that's the correlation right
0: wow feeling kind of special oscar that's pretty cool
1: right i mean this is this is what it is i mean like when i got married uh my wife says hey you know when when, we, when do we have our first date and i was a big time a pro wrestling junkie right dived into young and everything. I said, we got married three days before WrestleMania three. And then she's like, what? <laughs> you always equated with, 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 with the wrestling. I'm like, well, that's the only way I can remember, honey. So take it or not take it. Right.
0: <laughs> that's awesome.
1: <laughs> so it's the same thing here. It's I... like, it's just a moment, right? Cause it's like, she wins the super bowl. And then, um, you know, this huge deal comes out for you guys and, and makes it happen. So uh, shout out to the WA, WAV Sports and Entertainment Group, you know the people that are obviously uh, facilitating this uh, support, and, and shout out to you and the owners and Lisa uh, and everybody involved with it because this is this is a moment. And if you're a WFA athlete right now, um, you know you can't be just you got to be giddy, giddy to get to Canton. I mean, you, you there's just I don't know about you, but uh, every week you're at you, you're. Your butt should be, if I lose this game, one less opportunity to get to Canton. That's just going to make all these games competitive. I think that's the part that I'm like all excited about.
0: I should uh, I should get a video of you saying that and, and putting it in our, our player group so that, so that every player in the league can see you saying that. <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, I don't know about you, but I don't play, and I'm already like, yeah, every week, if you don't win, you're one less opportunity to go to Canton. I just, Seriously, that's just like, crazy. like I'm
0: ready to go. It's
1: like, it's, it's, I'm it's, ready it's just to nice tomorrow. It's nice that you guys have uh, brought this uh, you know attention to the next uh, another phase, in other words, because a lot of the players, you know, they, we already know the stories, right? The sacrifice the players have to dish out at least twenty five hundred to three thousand dollars, depending on what type of equipment they want to wear, and, and, and fees and everything else. Um, and we already know that the struggles there, but, uh, the opportunity to just get showcased at the, you know, the hall of halls of pro football, that's just uh, a huge moment.
0: They deserve it. You know, the, these players deserve it. They give so much of themselves. They work so hard. They, they give their money, their time, their bodies, you know, <laughs> a lot of players you know jobs come second families come second because they're they're working their tails off you know they deserve this this moment and and that's what they're going to get
1: well and you know what it's the 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 thought that we would never arrive here just the thought that we'd never arrive here um it just makes you think like what so much accomplishment you know what I mean there's just a lot of accomplishment you deserve so this too um
0: Oscar, you deserve this too. You know, It's been, you've been, a lot been of doing work. this a long time. I'm sorry, say that again.
1: It's been a lot. It's been a lot of work, like from everybody. Well, and and just that's what I'm just saying. For visibility. You've, you've,
0: yeah, you've done so much, and you've reported so much on on the growth or even the failures. You know, the 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 bad stuff, the sad days. You know or the great mm-hmm. moments like this and and you know you deserve to be a part of that too you've been right along with us you know through the struggles and through the the smiles and 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 the achievements so I, I mean you deserve to be in on this too and i hope you i hope you have that moment where you can just take a deep breath and you're like yeah this is it you know i hope you yeah. have that
1: this is what we wanted to be and uh, i think that's a, a joy because we have two great opportunities here we have an evolution of we've evolved into where there's interest now firm interest within the sport right that's the i think that's like what i take away the most joy about the fact that we have now people like you said across the table asking you what can we do for you versus the other way i think that's just huge just huge um but I got, you know, I got to thank uh, you guys. I got to thank, uh, you know, uh, Odessa and everybody else who's obviously paved the way for, for this moment as well with, with, with everybody and in terms of just the sport in general. And um, there's a lot of things still, you know, brewing within it. But, you know, I, I always I always thank our network partners because in every country that we've been able to facilitate a relationship, you know, they are as passionate as anything to get, you know, that the sport visible in their area and i think that right there speaks volumes at the fact that we have a lot of love all over the world to kind of elevate this wonderful sport that hasn't been mainstream yet and i think you your league the you know lisa and everybody else you know you guys have done tremendous job and this is huge and i that's why i wanted to bring you on because i want to make sure fans understand you know the people that that follow us our audience understands that um, this has taken a lot of laboring, and for us to arrive here, it, it's special. It's really special.
0: Yeah, this has been this has been a long, probably six months of planning and and discussing, and you know, fingers crossed, and you know, all that stuff, laying everything out that you have and who you can be, um, and hoping that people see the value in that. And we were lucky that they did.
1: So, yeah. And I, I, you, I, know, I thanks, you know,
0: thanks I'm to grateful.
1: the Sheep collective. Thanks to WAV sports entertainment. Thanks to 11 sports. I mean, just a, a lot of people to thank. And uh, now you, not, not you, you said earlier, right. The real work starts because like you said, performance is everything. So we got to give yep. them a show. So whoever shows up 100%. in Canton, just listen up right now. It's March. We haven't kicked off. So mark my words right here on this podcast, 362, if you want to show up in Canton, no pressure, no pressure. Oh, yeah, there'll be huge pressure. (laughs) You show up in Canton, yeah, you're going to know pressure. That's like, and I I think that's great because that is what we need. We need for everybody to feel that and and to put a a product out there, like you said, that people are going to value and ultimately invest in. That's what we're at right now, value and investment.
0: Heck, I'm not even playing, and the pressure I feel is is insane. So I can't even imagine being a player, and having that pressure. So I'm, I feel you.
1: Yes. All right. Um, when I don't know, did, did we cover anything or do we need to cover anything else that maybe I I took notes? I figured I'd kind of just <laughs> pull it out there. I, I
0: I think we touched on on the good stuff. I think we did.
1: Uh, WFA twenty twenty one. We're gonna have a couple. Um, a couple of uh, uh, teams coming up here in the next couple of weeks, within the next uh, eight weeks or so uh, we've confirmed a couple of teams and a couple uh, you know, coaches and things like that. So we're going to be diving into WFA WNFC for the next two months, uh, just as before the launch of 2021. So uh, the excitement we're going to start to build up as we go Tuesday to Tuesday. So that's going to be really awesome. So um, when I really appreciate you making the time, I know you're busy and everything and uh, congratulations again on your uh, local award there. Uh, for all the laboring that you thank do locally you. with your team as well.
0: Thank you, I appreciate that, Oscar, and, and thanks for having me on and you know talking women's football. I mean, this is this is amazing, and I, as always, I'm I'm grateful to you and I appreciate you. So thank you.
1: Thanks, Gwen. Have a great uh, night. We'll be in touch. Uh, but uh, what a, what a, an announcement! And for those of you, wfa.profootball.com. You guys can go right there now. Get all the information you need there uh, news, articles, plus any links or uh, things for any WFA team in your area. So dive, dive into WFAproFootball.com. You can go to Women's Football Alliance on Facebook and uh, at uh, WFA Football on Instagram. All right, Gwen, thank you very much. Have a great night.
0: Thank you, Oscar. Take care.
1: All right, guys. That was uh, Wynn Dominey, the owner of the Mile Blaze, plus an integral part of the executive group at the Women's Football Alliance. And I always, always appreciate her coming on, giving us the lowdown, giving us a straight view, uh, also giving us the insights in terms of the vision for the Women's Football Alliance in terms of the future as it's, as it's building up for it. And uh, what a, what a great opportunity! What a great opportunity for just the sport in itself. The fact that you land in Canton, uh, no matter what league you're in at this point, but just the fact that one major league in this sport has achieved something that we thought would never be achieved. I mean, I would never have thought that uh, the WFA would, would arrive in Canton in 2021. Never. Uh, I mean, we we'd thought it was going to be another 10 years before we get anything um, of this kind. But you know, get a shout out to the WFA alumni who have made a lot of strides uh, with the Big Gorilla. Also, you know, all the owners uh, being born business-minded now to try to elevate this brand to a higher level. Um, you know, Lisa King and uh, and company doing their part as well to get this league at us at an elite level, which we need. We need an elite level. You know, one of these leagues needs to be an elite level league, and who better to do it than the league that has had longer tenure in existence. Um, I think that speaks volumes for the opportunities that some of these players are going to have. I mean, we're not at a level where we have free, no, no player fees, but, you know, given the opportunities that we have so far coming in, I think that's also feasible to acquire and and to maybe at some point down the road, um, you know, the sponsorship is going to get bigger and bigger and these players we're not going to have player fees. The, the concern there at that point becomes the players are going to have uh, player fees coming in. Um, and you would think at this point, if they don't have player fees, they're going to have more pressure because now it's performance-based. I mean, there's no excuses. You've got to dive into it. You've got to be able to perform on the uh, – that means the requirement is no forfeits. The, the fact is that you have to be 100% committed – uh, the opportunity is there for you to to really showcase your talents week to week, um, your regional, you know, who's going to stand out in the regional. I mean, this is a lot more intangible to be honest. If you want to get serious about the sport, just like college football is, just like the NFL is, then women's tackle football has to get serious with its athletes as well um, with the fact that it the elite teams in this, in this this uh, in the leagues Have to stand out, just like the Texas Elite Spartans stand out, the Utah Falcons, the Boston Renegades, the DC Divas. um, There's a a couple franchises, you know, in each league that will uh, basically, you know, kind of like elevate themselves to another level. So I'm I'm assuming that's the case, Um, and it's just, you know, it's just a matter of like, how far do we want to go and uh, when said it best, it is a performance-based, um, you know, a- opportunity. Because if we showcase poor football uh, at the biggest stage, people will not consider this serious. If you showcase, you know, competitive football at the biggest stage, when you arrive in Canton this year, if you're one of the six teams that's going to arrive in Canton, I will tell you right now, it's a great moment, but it's almost pressure mode that I hope nobody breaks down. I hope everybody assumes that they're going to just be it's another game, play your best game, don't worry about the moment and and just, you know, be just play competitive football. That's what win or lose, it doesn't matter because no matter who loses, everybody's going to win that day. Everybody will win in Canton, whether you're on the losing side of things or whether you're on the winning side of things. Uh, obviously, the winning's going to feel a lot better because, you know, victory is great. But if you're on the losing team, it's, it's for your sisters. It is for the moment. It is for another level of sport. And consider yourself part of history. That is how big it will be. Part of history. And so, I don't know about you, but that's like grandkids telling stories type mentality. Where you get to a situation where, you know, this is... This is what it is. It is a moment that we're going to remember, just like the moment when we had at Heinz Field. You know, to set foot in an NFL stadium, the opportunity there, you know, the Chicago Fours, the San Diego Surge. I mean, those players are remember that moment. They remember the fact that they were part of a historical uh, opportunity that was given to them, and so... Uh, I don't know I'm going on and on and raving about it because I'm so excited about it I, I really think that this is where we were waiting for um not to take away from any other achievement from any other league but because the this this league has been so long and tenured um you know I I, I even criticized them you know at that, at within that time frame and now they've you know they they put they put themselves at another level on a serious level. And I think that's where we're at. I mean, at one point I said, you know, are we recreational or are we business? And now they've, you know, they've shown their business. And so now business people do business things. And this is part of business and achievement above achievement. And so, um, you know, being part of the she, she Collective, it's a huge opportunity there to, to collaborate and network. That's, that's, a, that's huge. And, um, and having a, entertainment company behind you having the hall of fame reach out to you and trying to be a facilitator um you know i i don't know what else to say but um you know canton cannot come soon that's all i have to say i am waiting for you know all the information the flight deals, you know the tickets uh, whatever it's going to be because um it's a huge opportunity and um we're going to go there we're going to be there and we're going to be part of a, a huge event um and I'm looking forward to the six teams uh, and the teams that will be in Canton this 2021. And like I said, all at the beginning, hopefully this is not a COVID issue going forward here. Hopefully we got COVID you know, lifts, less restrictions and all that. So it'll make it a nice event to be there and to have family members of players having relatives and having just average fans that have never seen the WFA live. Um, having them there front and center. I mean, uh, it's all we can hope for. It's all we can hope for right now. And uh, we're going to be covering it wall-to-wall. We will stay up to date on everything that's happening in the Women's Football Alliance. Uh, All the news, you can go to WFAProFootball.com, get the latest information right there, get the links as well. Um, So really excited for 2021. We should have Mackenzie here in about a couple minutes here. In the meantime, um, we're going to be talking – When she comes on here, we're going to be talking NFL trade rumors. Uh, We're going to be talking NFL draft 5 through 10. uh, A lot of shifting here. And J.J. Watt to the Arizona Cardinals. What a shocker. No, it shocked everybody. No, of course it didn't shock anybody. DeAndre Hopkins is in Arizona. Why would he not go to Arizona? And everybody's like, well, he's going to Arizona, but Arizona is not a place where, you know, it's a championship contender. But we don't know that. We don't know if the Cardinals are going to be a championship contender. We could, the, the the Cardinals could be a championship contender next year. He's on the team. He if he makes an impact. The NFC West has just gotten to a point where it's uh, another level of, of skill sets because the defenses are, are pretty good. Uh, uh, we don't know what Seattle will will retool with the defenses. We have the situation in Seattle where uh, Russell Wilson apparently is getting chopped around from what we hear this week it was new orleans um so even the mayors of seattle and new orleans were going back and forth with each other so we'll we we do not know what what the situation there is but jj Watt to the arizona cardinals one of the things that we didn't anticipate everybody thought he was going to go to the bears probably going to go to the pittsburgh uh you know steelers um but it didn't work out that way so Probably excited to go there. The money was there. They had the cap space. They're able to facilitate that need. Um, they got a quarterback. I mean, there's just a lot of opportunities there. The defense gets better on the on the backside. Um, so the NFC West, the Rams, the Niners, and the Seahawks. You know, with JJ, a healthy JJ, there's uh, there's issues. You know, so watch out, Garoppolo. Watch out, Wilson. Watch out, Stafford. Um, there's uh, obviously some disturbance there that could happen and the Cardinals could make some waves, uh, given him coming on board at this point. So I, uh, it just, it just makes sense for, for the Cardinals until, uh, until you can get basically, uh so it, it makes sense for the Cardinals to figure out what, uh, they're able to do with elevation. So are they going to get better? Are they're not going to get better? So, it's, it's, not a, it's not a big deal in that sense, um, but we'll, fi- we'll figure it out because that's, that's where it's going to end up at. So the, the rumors, let me just go into detail in terms of what we're, what's happening locally in terms of what's happening locally for like certain teams and how the expectations are going to be for quarterbacks. So, if, so, for example, we started this wave with Stafford and Goff or Wentz or Wilson, or Rodgers, or Watson. I mean, that's literally what we started. And all the time. That was literally the whole cycle. You know, and what's going to happen? And then the Niners and Jets possibly woffing off their starting quarterback. I and mean, thinking of maybe Garoppolo going here or going there. That didn't happen. And then, and then we had the Raiders as well. You know, uh, Mar- Mariota, Derek Carr. What's going to happen there with Mariota, Derek Carr? Are they going to keep them? They're not going to keep them. Who's reliable? Who do, you, who do they bench? and then we get the bomb show, Russell Wilson figuring out that he's not happy with the offensive line figuring out that it's not enough to make you know not enough basically at this point given the the lack of protection and then now this week we hear that maybe there's in, there's internal rift you know in a, a rift between the two the coaches and you know himself and Pete Carroll figuring that out so a lot of things happened within that time frame then we get Stafford to Los Angeles. And then we get Goff to Detroit. Um, opportunities there. Then there's the draft coming up. Like the quarterback position really this year ha- is dictating, it's really dictating this year how teams are viewing the draft need. In years past, it did not matter that whether you had a reliable quarterback or not, you just basically drafted around it. You either got, you know, defensive help, offensive help you know, any of that this year, everybody's eyes are on, okay, what is Deshaun Watson going to do? What are the Texans are going to do? And so we're waiting on the Texans to make a move in order for everybody else to kind of shift their draft order. As Holly uh, Custis said last week, our hall of famer, it's an opportunity here where the markets kind of stand still until they figure out, okay, who's going to, who is going to make the move, for Deshaun Watson, and then at that point probably sh- is shuffling. So the Broncos, for example, have a serious decision to make about Von Miller. So I don't know. Do they, are they are they going to trade him? They're going to keep him? I, I don't know at this point. You know, um, it you know the Cardinals, Chandler Jones. You just picked up JJ D- Watt. So is that a swap? Is that okay? or are they are they going to figure that out? I mean you got. Everyone talking to anticipation of Allen Robinson, where is he going to land? Kelly Galladay, who's getting tagged as well. Um, So there's two pass catchers teams that have been tagged. And so, like I said, there's a lot of intangibles behind uh, some teams not having the, the cap space. Other teams really not dived into what their real need is. Um, some teams are really focused on, okay, where is Deshaun Watson kind of land? Um, so there's a lot of questions going on there. And then the Browns are putting all the vibes about dealing with O.J. Beckham. You know, what are they going to do with O.J. Beckham? Can they get a deal for O.J. Beckham? So, you know, we've done it. They, got, it, they got a deal before, because obviously that's how he came to Cleveland, but we'll see if that's the case. Uh, certainly seen it before, right? So Brandon Cooks hasn't been uh traded in a few months which means he's probably overdue to get traded given the nature of his career that's how that's how his career has been gone so you know that's 12 million dollars in steep salary if you were the texans it would be all about adding draft picks at this point um you got gallup does he have a real future in dallas given all the moves that they have made at the receiver in terms of trades draft picks and extensions um so you know a lot of questions in regards to how things are going to shift in the draft, you know, and how this, how the trade area or the trade deadline is going to affect a lot of teams in terms of acquiring talent, uh, which we'd never had that before, I don't think, in my time covering it. Uh, but this year it's more exclusively quarterback driven. So it's a focal point for the quarterbacks. Uh, to land where they land, and then they structure everybody, everything around the quarterbacks or the coaching staff, you know, 3-4 scheme or the 4-3 scheme in terms of the defensive mindset. So it makes a big difference to have a leader at the top. And so uh, it's going to be crazy to figure that out. I mean, you got, like, certain players that are getting permission to do that. So um, you guys, don't forget, go to monkey95.com. That's our major sponsor for the podcast is what keeps us alive. So I, I really encourage you guys to go to monkeynightfight.com. Use the code NJF, and you get some exciting uh, things to do there. You can play MMA, NBA, PGA, uh, a lot of uh, Major League Baseball coming up here. So fast, simple prop games, shark-free fantasy, more or less fantasy challenges, star players only, $2 minimum buy-in. Get an instant deposit match up to $50 uh, at signup. Use the code NJF. If you don't have a monkey knife fight in your uh, state, not a problem. Just mention it to a friend in a state that does have it. It's really fun and exciting. Put in you know, a minimum of $10, you can make up to $30. If you put in a minimum of you know, $20, you can make up to $60. So it's really good. Different formats, different plays there. Opportunity for you to make small incremental money. Uh, Nothing like daily fantasy sports where you could throw away some money. So if you're good at your intuition and you're good at uh, fast and simple prop games, this is the place to go. So go to monkeynight5.com and use the code NJF. Really, really appreciate it. All right. If you haven't uh, subscribed to our podcast, uh, go ahead and subscribe on any of your favorite platforms. You can subscribe on Apple, iHeart, and Spotify. Thanks, everybody, for giving us the great ratings on Apple Podcast as well and on Spotify. Really, really appreciate it. It's what keeps us going there. And also, if you want to leave a rating or a comment there, please give, give us a positive comment on Apple Spotify and and IHeart, especially, you know, with the amazing co-hosts that we have here. A lot of insights every week. They're pretty notch, top notch. Holly Custis does her homework every week to bring you insightful things to talk about and, and, and key things to look at and kind of analyze. Uh, Max here, the salty one, entertaining as always, and always great insights as well. We got Nate Ward, our NX League insider. And coming up here in about three or four weeks, uh, we're going to be unveiling two more co-hosts at this point, 21 season, uh, because our Holly Custis and our co-host Mackenzie Brooks will be playing in season in the National Women's Football Conference, the WNFC, with the... Uh, Utah Falcons and the Nebraska Hawks exclusively. So, we're going to be bringing on some additional two co hosts for the season to keep us going like we normally are, give us insights. And, uh, and you're going to, I believe, you're going to be very, very, uh, excited for who we announce in the next coming weeks as to who's going to be our new co host for the 2021 campaign for women's tackle football season in the United States. So, uh, really, really giddy about it. But, you know, it's hush hush news. Until we get there, Uh, so in about three or four weeks, we will announce the two new co's that will come on board to uh, supplement uh, the uh, Hall of Famer Holly Custis and the salty one Mackenzie Brooks on the Grey Iron Blitz podcast. So thanks, everybody, for bumping us up on uh, Spotify this week. I really, really appreciate it. You guys are doing an awesome job. Just share our podcast. We talk about women's tackle football on a weekly basis, news, notes, everything that's happening in the sport. It is at the Hub. If you want to send your friends to the Hub, we really appreciate it. Facebook.com forward slash Cardano Beauties. It is the place to be. It's the best network on the planet. we built it up for 10 years. This is the best resource on the planet because we have passionate people. They love this sport, love these athletes, and care about the visibility and bringing attention to the sport, bringing awareness to the sport. We really, really have passionate people that I network with, that I've built this network with, that they are now part of my network, that we've created this monster that is the hub at facebook.com for slash squared on our beauties. If you didn't go to the hub, you missed out on the news today. Unfortunately, the Utah girls football league uh, had a um, court case that was put forth uh, given title nine. So let me go into it right now because it was a huge news as we, before we came on the air here, and it was something that uh, we didn't anticipate the result the way it would be, but I understand some of the legality issues that happened, especially uh, with the battle that was happening. So a judge rules against girls trying to create separate high school football in Utah, so it was part of the um, Saint, uh, Salt Lake City Tribe, um, I believe, uh, newspaper. So a Utah girl whose football skills won her fame online, which is Sam Gordon, lost her court bid to have school districts create football teams for girls. A federal judge ruled against Sam Gordon on Monday, finding that Utah school districts aren't legally required to create a separate team because girls who want to play can play with the team's traditional field with boys. U.S. District uh, Court Judge Howard Nielsen acknowledged that schools and coaches could do more to encourage girls to play, but he also acknowledged concerns that without Sam Gordon's star power, there might not be enough girls to keep a league running that would have, would have to be built from the ground up since no other high school in the United States has a similar program. Uh, Gordon's playing videos have racked up millions of views on YouTube since she was nine, but she and other female players argued that they were worried about playing with physically larger boys as teenagers. In the case also included testimony about the harassment girls have endured while playing with all boys teams gordon argued plenty of girls were interested in playing pointing to an all-female league she started with her father six years ago that's drawn hundreds of girls from Salt lake city area those numbers show girls want to play and could fill a roster uh, her lawyers argued but u.s district court judge howard nielsen disagreed he found that no district policy had discouraged girls from playing and that any harassment would violate athletic association rules. While schools and coaches could do more to accommodate girls, quote, the court is not convinced that it is required by the Constitution, unquote, he wrote. He also found the districts, the district's raised significant questions about whether there were, were, would truly be enough girls within the district boundaries to build a large enough team without Sam Gordon's presence, who is now 17. And as appeared on the ESPN Awards and in Super Bowl commercials, a smaller team could increase the risk of injury, he found. The districts were represented by Assistant Utah Attorney General Rachel Terry, who said she was pleased by the ruling and the finding that they did not violate the Equal Protection Clause or Title IX. Quote, the districts will continue to strive to expand opportunities for all students and to ensure equal opportunities for male and female athletes in athletics and activities, Unquote, she said in a statement. An official in Canyons District also shared thoughts on the judge's ruling. Quote, the ruling reinforces Canyons District's position that our schools fully support student-athletes, both girls and boys, as they compete in Utah Girls School Activity Association-sanctioned events. Unquote, said district spokesperson Kirsten Stewart. Uh, Quote, we believe our schools have created and maintained substantial opportunities for all students to excel and achieve on the playing field while they are becoming college and career ready in the classroom. And we are committed to continuing these endeavors. Unquote. Brent Gordon, Sam Gordon's father, who's also an attorney said he and his daughter will continue their own work to expand football opportunities for girls in Utah. Quote, we appreciate the judge's efforts to have this trial during the pandemic so that the girls stories could be told and voices heard on Gordon wrote in a statement unquote, Those voices will continue until equality in athletics is reached in Utah and across the country." Unquote. So this was a huge uh, opportunity to, to make some changes, but I think the bottom line here is the judge ruled that there's probably not enough interest for the district wide to uh, supplement a girls team for each school. That's what I'm gathering. Um, so and and putting together that so. Um, I mean, the league exists because as Sam has built it and her father's built it, so there's an opportunity for that to grow even further, and then at that point maybe a convincing argument further to allow each high school or each district to um, have a boys and girls team on the football side of things, just like there's basketball for boys and girls, soccer for boys and girls. Uh, In some, some areas, there's even lacrosse boys and girls. So there's got to be a huge uh, roster pull in a lot of senses, and a lot of interest from girls for the districts to, I guess, incorporate a girls' team on the football side as well. So the battle continues. Uh, kind of disappointing that this obviously wasn't a win for Sam Gordon, and um, and the outcome was not to you know our liking at this point or the result. So we we look forward to obviously her continuing her career in college. But I think, the you know, uh, Chris Sacco, I reached out. We're going to reach out to her and figure out if she can come on, just kind of give us the gist of it and kind of give us her statement on it. She wrote a statement uh, on uh, Facebook. So if you follow her, similar statement than what I just read here in terms of the newspaper aspect of it. But uh, the judge rules against girls trying to create separate uh, high school football in Utah at this point. So you can get it right there at the hub if you're aware of it. You were right there, and you would have known about it already. So sad sad day for us because that would have been nice to have, you know, girls tackle football in Utah on both sides in terms of the districts and high schools. So, but it's just not to be yet. So we will uh, tread on, as they say. All right. Um, at this point, uh, let's go into the draft. Five through 11. Five through 11 is the draft. And so we're going to break it down in terms of, how things are going to, you know, at this point, we're just speculating. It's really what it boils down to. We're just, we're just speculating who's going to land where and what's going to happen between the draft and now. But like I said, all of this hinges on Deshaun Watson being probably picked somewhere or shifted somewhere. And then you're going to get a situation where, okay, so that's, that's happening. And what, what's going to happen with the draft status? You know, what's going to happen with the needs, draft needs for each team and how that's going to you know, come into play. So uh, let's go into it because last week we talked about it, but we didn't talk about primarily like number four. So we'll start number four because if the, if the Panthers trade up to select their potential quarterback of the future, um, you know, if they get Trey Lance, which is North Dakota state's quarterback, that's a sophomore. Lance has a lot of uh, upside, but we'll, we'll probably need some time to develop and he would get it if uh Bridgewater so we don't know if Teddy Bridgewater will be in Carolina uh, or it could be Deshaun Watson or he could be shifted out so there's a lot of dilemma there and so will the Carolina Panthers take Trey Lance as an example Uh, they get that pick via the Falcons a deal with a trade with the Falcons Uh, the Bengals is where we start so the Bengals need to protect their young talented quarterback which is Joe Burrow uh, one of the premier college players last year Whose rookie season was cut short due to injury? So, getting the best offensive tackle in this draft would benefit Joe Burrow. And that would be Panay Sewell, the Oregon State, uh, Oregon offensive tackle, the junior from Oregon. Oregon. So, that's the number one pick that they would get uh, in terms of supplementing Joe Burrow to help him with the line, which is something that Cincinnati really needs. So, it's the need there is trying to patch up something for Joe Burrow to be successful. So that's that's what that's at. Pick number six, Philadelphia. Devontae Smith from Alabama, senior. With the Eagles moving on from Deshaun Watson and Ashton Jeffries, the team needs to add another pass catcher. With the fact that they have a new coaching staff, that is a huge issue too. So bringing in new coaching staff, allowing, uh, you know, a new class of talent to come in, Devontae Smith, what an, a stellar athlete. It, will it equate to the NFL level? Holly Custis has talked about this before on our podcast, if you listen to us frequently, that that's not always the case. It's not always the case that the NFL, um, you know, when they set step, step foot on the NFL stage from the college program, it could be a situation where they struggle because Alabama is so superior in the college scene. And to her point, you know, they're probably superior to everybody else that they played. And the quarterbacks and everything's superior. When they get to the NFL level, maybe not all teams are at that level. So Devonte Smith could benefit Philadelphia Eagles, given the fact that Sean Jackson and Ashton Jeffrey, um, you know, they might moving on from them to This offseason, the team needs to add another pass uh, pass catcher. So Detroit comes in at number seven. Micaiah Parsons is everybody's kind of wildly predicting. Penn State linebacker. The Lions are in desperate need of talent throughout the roster. They picked up Jared, Jared Goff at quarterback, which gives them some sort of a, a stable weapon comparable to Stafford, so they don't lose anything there. They take the best defensive player in the draft here if they don't trade back. So that's the that's where they're at. So they need defense. Could they could they upgrade on defense help out and benefit the offensive side, especially right now with Jared Goff, more of a pocket quarterback. When you had Matt Stafford, more of a visible running quarterback, more of a spread wide out type quarterback where he can make moves. His arm is a lot better than obviously Jared Goff. So defensive help here would make sense for them to, you know, desperately get this guy on the roster. So uh, Micaiah Parsons is on everybody's mock draft for the Lions from my notes that I gathered. So that's where we're at. Pick number eight is the Atlanta Falcons via the Panthers pick that they traded. And that would be Najee Harris, also from Alabama, running back senior. The Falcons trade back and still get their top choice, uh, so they would basically it would be dynamic here at this point. So they have Todd Gurley, but is you know, are they going to trade Todd Gurley? Are they going to let him go? He's 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 a pending free agent, and Atlanta has to have a strong running game if it's going to get back to competing for a playoff spot. And then we also have the intangible of Matt Ryan, is he going to stick in Atlanta? Uh, we don't know the intangible there. Everything seems to be that he's going to stay. But if he doesn't stay, there's a dynamic there too. So Najee Harris could become the running back of the future. And we could see Tar Gurley moving on somewhere else. And Tar Gurley's somewhat damaged goods. Hasn't been the same since he played in that Super Bowl with the Rams. So he hasn't done a re- anything really special. He did have a decent season this past season for Atlanta, but overall, he has struggled in the last two seasons. So he hasn't been the tight girly that we saw in Los Angeles. So pending free agency and Atlanta has to have a strong running game. It's going to get back to competing for a playoff spot. They will have to take Nigel Harris, uh, the Denver Broncos, the Broncos more, If they're taking, if they're taking here, uh, it's Kalib Farley, cornerback Virginia tech. Okay. So if they, if they do that here, they do that. Um, they might take Justin Fields. I don't know they, at this point. So, and so they might stick with uh, Drew Locke for another year under center. So Fair, uh, Fairly replaces AJ Boy. AJ Boy, we just got cut. So that's a need there at cornerback. So Virginia tech on there. So good pickup there, maybe a difference maker for them, but uh, something that, you know, they can work with at this point. So we'll see how that works out for them. So in Dallas, for example, um, Patrick Sertain, Alabama junior cornerback there. So Dallas has plenty of defensive needs and sustain gives Dan Quinn's unit, another good young cornerback to pair with Trevon Diggs. So the Dallas Cowboys look to, um, to enhance themselves here. Dak Prescott, it's a franchise tag. You got some receiver issues as well to deal with. Um, If they pick up this kid here, it's going to be a really good defensive need. So, sustainability, in other words, on the defensive side of the ball, would credit and give um, Dak Prescott and the offensive side, uh, Ezekiel Elliott and everybody else, kind of a a nice relief considering uh, defensively they've struggled. So, this could upgrade them to a point where they're not going to struggle as much, and that's the opportunity that they would get. So, next week we're going to go into – 11 through 20, and we'll try to do 11 through 20 next week, if not 11 through 15, uh, and we'll we'll dive into the Chargers, uh, I believe San Francisco, the Chargers, the Vikings, and the Patriots. So we'll dive into uh, the NFL draft as we get closer to the NFL draft happening here in April again. So uh, looking forward to that, and we should have our Hall of Famer back next week. Should have uh, our talented uh, other co-host back next week, so we can talk about it. So Pretty, pretty exciting. Uh, don't forget, you guys, go to the Zazzle at No Joke Football Shop at Zazzle.com forward slash ground beauties. Uh Get some gear. Support the podcast. They're also one of our longtime sponsors of our podcast for almost 10 years. Go to Zazzle.com and use the code ZazzleThanks. Get up to 15% off on any of the gear that you see at the shop. Uh, get the most popular shirt that we sell right now, the Not A Boy's Game shirt. We also have the uh, scripted n- n- uh, No Joke Football Women's Gridiron uh, shirt. Also, the other uh, No Joke Football slogan, uh, Mark, uh, Mark shirt, as well, and other op- op- options there as well. So, you got leggings, capris, tees, tanks, everything else. Check it out. Support our, our podcast. Sport it out. Send us a, a direct message photo of your stuff being sported. And we'll select a, a couple folks to spot it out on Facebook and also on Twitter. So check us out there. Go to Zazzle.com forward slash at the Nojo Football Shop. Use the code uh, ZazzleThanks. If there's a higher code for the daily code, I encourage you to use that code first before the ZazzleThanks code. So thank you for supporting us and helping us out to bring awareness to women's tackle football for so long. Thanks to Zazzle for helping us out and bringing awareness and believing in our mission and our vision. All right, so Texas Valley Sports in Texas. Before we get out of here, uh, the Empire continues to be the cream of the crop, five and zero. They are tearing it up in Texas Valley Sports. The Generals improved to four and one. Uh, Legion four and two. Warriors two and four. Uh, the Cobras one and five, and the Sharks one and five. Uh, the, this past weekend, the twenty seventh. 45 to 13th. The River City Warriors rebound. They get the big win over the South Texas Cobras. Then the Generals edge the Corpus Christi Sharks 14 to 8. Great job by the Sharks kind of trying to make it a game of that. And then the Empire uh, just completely routes uh, Legion 37 to 6. Legion in the last couple weeks have fallen off the map here. Not as competitive as the first two weeks. So uh, looking forward to another week uh, coming up here in uh this weekend so we'll keep you up to date as texas valley sports updates their standings and their games so uh three games three games 45-13 uh the warriors win against the cobras 14-8 the generals improve uh to 4-1 and they get they beat tc sharks and the empire continues to stay undefeated 37-6 against the legion legion in third place so really really uh Exciting season, Texas Valley sports. Looking forward to that. And if you forgot or you missed it and weren't aware of it, you can go back and replay and watch the incredible West Bowl 4 championship from Iron West in Perth, Australia. So check it out. Rockingham Vipers all over Instagram, all over our Twitter feed, and all over our Facebook feed. So congratulations to the Aussie girls in Perth, West Bowl 4 champions, the Rockingham Vipers. Shout out to Cassie Cubis. Our Nojo football athlete out there, 16 to 14. The Perth Broncos, uh, shout out to QB Kelly Hopkins out there and the Broncos girls for a great competitive game as well. So, uh, great, great game, and I appreciate that. And uh, shout out to our girl Cassie Cubas, two-time champion in 2020 and 21 uh, in Green and Grand Queensland, and also now in Gridiron West. So, what a beast thing you do and being amazing. Um, if you haven't checked us out, check us out on uh, Apple Podcasts, iHeart, Spotify also on Google Cast everywhere else. So really appreciate you guys uh, subscribing as well. All right, you guys, pretty much a great show. I kind of run out of breath being solo here, but uh, thanks for uh, Wynn Dominique, coming in here and giving us the lowdown on everything that's happening in the Women's Football Alliance, the bombshell news and excitement for the next five years as the WFA National Championship will be at Tom Benson Stadium in the home of the Pro Football Hall of Fame, Canton, Ohio. Huge huge news so uh, congratulations to the uh, owners in the wfa also congratulations to lisa king and uh, win dominey for doing a great job there trying to get it scaled so uh mark it on your calendars championship weekend is going to be july 23rd july 24th that's a friday and saturday and it will be in canton ohio at tom benson stadium so check it out as soon as the news comes out get your tickets Get ready to be there as you're going to see six of the premier teams in the women's football Alliance in all three divisions battling for the championship the 23rd and the 24th that's Friday and Saturday at Tom Benson stadium in Canton, Ohio. So what, what an awesome, awesome news to come out. I'm just so excited to try to make the trip down there. And hopefully we're like, we're going to have, like she says, amazing performances on that day by six amazing squads. Everybody will be a winner that day. Win or lose, you're going to be a winner that day. You're going to be part of history. So uh, if you're a a WFA athlete right now, you cannot just wait for the season to start. Every week is an opportunity for you to arrive in Canton. That is just awesome. So if you you had no other incentive, there's the incentive, to be part of history, History history-making in the making. That is, if you land in Canton as part of the six teams in the WFA at the national championship, you will be making history. I mean, that is, I don't know, I don't know how you can not want to be there. So uh, hopefully everybody's going to be excited, putting in the extra work and not wanting to lose in the regular season and the opportunity to show up in Canton, Ohio. Wow. I don't know. I'm just, I just got chills just saying that. So thanks for uh, when Domini to coming in here, Uh, Fortunately we didn't have the salty one Things came up here But she will hopefully be back next week And then uh, we'll have Holly Custis next week as well And Nate Ward coming back So uh, looking forward to 363 here Of the Gridiron Blitz Thanks everybody for supporting us, sharing And don't forget to go to the Hub The best network on the planet exists at the Hub Because of you Because you are the passionate fans So share our our posts, like our comments Things like that, do what you gotta do Um, And one more thing before we get out of here Shout out to our other no-joke football athlete, Phoebe Sister, She is now going to be the assistant coordinator, defensive coordinator in Germany for the Pop Tam Royals. So, Phoebe, great job. We're very, very proud of you. Awesome opportunity for her. And get everything at the Hub. If you missed it, I don't know where you're at. Just go to the Hub, facebook.com forward slash Grandana Beauties. All right. As we come up next week, don't forget, we're going to have more guests coming up here as we get ready and rolling for the 2021 season in the uh, women's national football conference and the women's football Alliance front and center in 2021, including X league and IWFA icon, uh, I eight action. So we're going to be all over it. Wall to wall, the best network on the planet exists right there at the hub and also right here every Tuesday. So don't forget, subscribe, share it with your friends and, uh, looking forward to next week. So, for uh, the absent Holly Custis, Mackenzie Brooks, and Nate Ward, this is Oscar Lopez saying here we'll catch you next next week for 363. Have a great night, everybody.